Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, your home for romance on the internet. <laughs> that worries me for the wellness of people. <laughs> My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today. Everybody's Valentine. No. It's yes. the Duchess of the Dorks, Ashley Pickle. Happy Valentine's Day, people. You seem really thrilled. Dumb holiday. Gonna stick with that. I don't think it's... Uh, I don't think it's a dumb take holiday. Take it or leave it. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I think it's, I think it's fine. Mm. Uh, I my my wife loves it, and so therefore I am contractually obligated to to <laughs> to think it's okay. Uh, but I think you've got it. Like a lot of it depends on the relationship that you have with your significant other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you if there is a if there is a a a disparate amount of expectations, that's where you're going to run into trouble, and that's yep. when you're not going to like it. Yeah. If you guys are on the same level, it's like, okay, fine. Like, if you if you expect to go out and do something big and they want to go out and do something big, then you're great. Good to go. Yeah. And on the complete opposite, if you both are like, let's just sit at home and, and, and watch Night Court, yeah. then we can do that. Yeah. Night Court. Play, I mean, Flamin' Hot Funyuns. We talked about that in the pre-show. That's Get our VCR took. fixed and watch our <laughs> Night Court team, uh, v- VHS. <laughs> Night Court references. Uh, <laughs> anyway, oh that's Ishmael Johnson. Hey, Ish. hey what do you mean? Uh, do we have first, fourth, fifth order? <laughs> we sure do. Uh, Mr. Plinkett uh, reference on a Friday. By the way, <laughs> n- rest in peace, Harry Anderson from Night Court. So. I know. R.I.P. Harry Anderson. Anyway. Go oh, on. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Rob Hadaway, Tony, Stephen Cassie, and Allison Brown. Welcome in. Allison Folks. Brown's been on a heater. Dude, she is. Yeah. She, uh, our, our number one Lobo fan. You gonna you going to support those Lobos? That was okay. A very quick story. <laughs> that okay. story. When we were in College Station, oh, okay, we were okay. um, we were loading up uh, to go check into our hotel. To go check into our hotel, we had gone straight to the the conference center to get everything set up and do a couple interviews. Blah blah. We were taking back some stuff back out to the to the swag wagon to go to our hotel. Suburban pulls up 
stops, rolls down the window. A tapper. I'm doing a very poor John King impression. Uh, hey, Tapper. Hey, Tapper. Honestly, if you would have said, I would have thought you were doing Gabe Brooks. But <laughs> well, <laughs> got to tell you, good hey, miss. Go. Good go. miss. Go. Um, hey, Tapper. Hey, Tapper. You going to support them Lobos? <laughs> and it's like, like dark outside, too. I was like, who is? Uh, and then he, like, when I heard, when I, like. The moment we heard I, Lobos yeah. is when we knew. I was like, ah, okay. Hey, Coach King. <laughs> anyway, so there you go. Uh, today is Friday, February 14th, 2020, 286 days until Thanksgiving, episode 904, 904, the Jason Romano episode. On today's show, friends, we've got some headlines. Uh, it was going to be Texas high school football coaching news headlines, and then it would just ended up being like DFW coaching changes because mm-hmm. like all of them, all the big ones kind of revolve around DFW at this moment. Yep. Um, which we don't really do very often, but there you go. We're, we're going to have kind of a, a slew of a three of those. And then back half of the show, it is Mailbag Friday. Mailbag Friday, uh, you can answer your que- ask your questions about high school football. Call <laughs> you it. can answer your own questions. Answer your own we're questions. We're leaving. <laughs> it's uh, a Friday. Ask your question about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, especially today. Um, all Anything you've got, we're going to answer them. Uh, at the uh, on in the comments over there. Uh, oh, so first ask try. Your questions. Go you. Getting better. <laughs> uh, so ask your questions uh, at the uh, the the comment you know, stuff. All right. Uh, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Fact. Get get it for your, if you if you're looking for that last minute Valentine's Day gift. This is the perfect way to do it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Okay. All right. Couple of things. One. Got a couple coaching changes. One that came down, I think, Wednesday. Step, um, here's the full story. Matt Step uh, called me on Wednesday afternoon and said, Hey, I am hearing from a lot of very reliable sources that Plano is going to come open. That Plano High is about to uh, is about to make a change to the head coaching position. That Jadon McCullough is going to be out at Plano High. And he said, but I have not heard from Plano ISD. I have not heard it from the principal source. I haven't heard from Jana McCullough. I haven't heard from uh, the athletic director. I haven't heard from, from those people. I, what should I do? And, and we talked it out, and he ended up holding the story until we, found, until we got that confirmation because better to just not step on people's toes. Mm-hmm. All right, that's, that's a sensitive subject. Let's just not step on people's toes. And so – it ended up being true that Plano High is going to make a change. Plano High uh, is going to have a new uh, coach uh, uh, for the first time uh, in, let's see, he has been the head coach. Jadon McCullough has been the head coach there for 12 years. Um, and uh, he, he served as Plano's head coach and athletic director for the last 12 years. Uh, Jadon McCullough uh, is, is, will accept a new position within the school district. Uh, Plano High, of course, one of the most decorated programs and winningest programs in the state of Texas. Uh, they have not won a playoff game in the last 10 years, which is kind of a stunning thing to think about. Mm-hmm. But Plano High uh, is going to have a new head coach. Jadon McCullough uh, will be, um, they're, of course, seven-time state champions. Uh, they are McCullough had a pretty decent record, 70-59, and 59, when you consider that uh, 12 of those games are against Allen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> If you kind of factor out Allen, 
things have been pretty, you know, things have been okay uh, there. But Plano High is going to be making a change there. Uh, of course, you remember that Plano High made a change, at, or Plano West made a change mm-hmm. last offseason. Uh, and so there are changes afoot in Plano ISD as Jadon McCullough is out uh, at Plano. He's going to. There will be a new head coach of the Plano Wildcats coming up here. Uh, I expect that'll be an interesting list of um, candidates because it's obviously a high-profile job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're not with Allen anymore, which makes it even. Yeah, more for sure. In yeah. the short term, it's yeah. like for the next two years, you you kind of duck out of the Allen district. But that said, there are the way that Plano ISD is structured provides a, a number of, of big time challenges. I know coaches who have gone to Plano ISD and have said, "Man, this is just so different from from other places." And so it takes a very certain. There's a reason that they have made a lot of internal hires. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that they've they've hired Plano guys because Plano guys understand the system there. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what they're going to do there. So Plato High uh, will be uh, will be very different uh, going into 2020. Also different. This is coming down just today. In fact, just uh, about uh, an hour ago, Wiley will have a new mm-hmm. head coach. Uh, Bill Howard, the longtime coach at Wiley, uh, is retiring. Um, and and their defensive coordinator Jimmy Carter, not the president. Uh, Jimmy Carter, their Fun defense fact, coordinator. You know he's our longest living president. Found that out last night. He made it to uh, 95 or 96. Like longest living president ever? Mm-hmm. Uh, supposedly. Yeah. I bet that's true. I don't think there's any record. president who's made it past. Because H.W. Uh, uh, made it to his to early 90s. 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He so made, I, I want to say like 91, 92. I think he was 92. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, yes. Yeah. There you go. There is not that Jimmy Carter. Fun fact not that day. Jimmy Carter. The new <laughs> head coach at, play, at at Wiley High is going to be uh, Jimmy Carter, the defensive coordinator, uh, play, uh, as uh, as a w- longtime Wiley High coach. Uh, Bill Howard uh, is going to retire. Uh, he is his career record was ninety and seventy eight. Made the playoffs ten times. Uh, of course, he led Wiley to the state championship in two thousand and eight, uh, where they lost to uh, to Katie seventeen to three. Um, this is a guy who has been a mainstay here in the DFW Metroplex, uh, and so it is going to be very, very different uh, there. Uh, he, was, he was the school's longest tenured head coach, um, and this is, uh, you know, as, as, as far as, uh, you know, the new coach, Jimmy Carter, this is going to be very interesting. Um, you know, basically, uh, Wiley High has always been a defensive-minded program, that's how they've always kind of done their business, and so it's not really a surprise that they would promote their defensive coordinator as a new head coach. So the new head coach at Wiley High is going to be Jimmy Carter, uh, the defensive coordinator, uh, going to be uh, promoted. Finally, there was news earlier this week out of Austin having to do with DFW and a prominent DFW squad. Let's talk a little bit about Duncanville, of course, the two-time uh, state runner-up in 6A Division One. They have been hit with uh, a little bit of punishment from the UIL. The UIL um, has uh, suspended Coach Reginald Samples for one game, uh, the first game of the 2020 season. And, uh, of course, Reginald Samples is the 2019 National Coach of the Year by USA Today. Uh, he was suspended for the first game after uh, when they found the football program violated the UIL rule regarding employment of coaches. So, let me lay out what the UIL rule is. The UIL rule is that if you are going to coach and be on the coaching staff of a team, mm-hmm. you have to be 
and you, you're going to be helping out in any sort of material way. Right. On field, hands on. Correct. Right. You have to be a full time employee of the district. Mm-hmm. Okay. We can certainly talk about why that is. A lot of it is uh, basically the UIL wants to make sure this doesn't become AAU basketball, right? Where there's street agents coming in and, and things like that. That's a big thing. Handlers, big things like that. Exactly. Yeah. They want to make sure that's that's not the case. As a result, uh, from what went, this was something that um, Mount Vernon ran mm-hmm. into this year. If you remember, Art Bryles uh, had two players uh, suspended. There were some some reports that they had. Uh, that they were going to have to forfeit some games uh, uh, because of... In fact, they did have to forfeit some games. Yeah, they did yes, forfeit, they they did. forfeit some games because they had a non-full-time employee... I believe Lynx Hawthorne. Lynx right. Hawthorne, former yeah. Baylor great uh, and former Refurio great, uh, who was helping out with the staff who was not a full-time employee of Mount Vernon ISD. Right. This is the same situation that's happened at Duncanville where they have had a, a player or a coach who was not a full-time employee of the district. Um, you know, now, now Reginald Samples, uh, has had give a quote to the Dallas Morning News on Wednesday. Here's his quote. Uh, I've been coaching a long time and this is the first violation I've had in 30 years and I can't make an excuse. I made a mistake. I owned up to it and I have to move forward. He's just a volunteer and he ended up giving instructions and that you can't do. Well, respect. There you go. He said, that's, you know, I, we broke the rules. I like, yes, that that's, it sounds like. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know what the situation is, and I don't know what's, you know, I don't know what's the, the full situation, but it sounds like this was something that Reginald's, Reginald Staples probably just let slip by. Yeah. I don't think this, this didn't seem malicious, no. I don't, like, based on that, based right. on those quotes. He's not appealing, they're not, right. no, there's not, nothing else going on, he's just, okay. There is Ooh. another, um, there is another part of this, which is that, uh, Duncanville High School is going. The Duncanville football program is going to be on one-year probation. Mm-hmm. Now, this is not like NCAA probation, right? Okay, this is almost. I mean, I hate to make this comparison, but it's almost a lot more like criminal in probation in the sen- in the way that it works, which is that you're on notice, right? Is what it is. It's right. like you need to keep your nose clean, right? If you, you're if good, we, you're, you're good to live your life, yes. Watch yourself. Yeah. Yes. It's if there's slap on the wrist. if there's right. num if there's one more violation during this probation period, then we're dropping the hammer. Right. That's what this is. This is a warning shot across the bow uh, for Duncanville. They're still eligible for the playoffs. They're still eligible for everything. Mm-hmm. All it is is the UIL saying we're keeping an eye on you. Keep your nose clean. Yeah. That's what that means. Uh, and so as a result, those are that's that's what's come down at Duncanville. As Reginald Samples will be suspended one game uh, for a UIL violation, and Duncanville is on uh, one year probation uh, for a year. Again, not a whole lot that goes into nothing active that goes into the uh, the one year probation. And honestly, you know, the, the he's, uh, Reginald Samples. I don't know who they open with. I don't have their schedule in front of me, but uh, they they have. Plenty of, de- although now they're losing this. This is left and right. Oh, so um, sure. yeah, they're just getting higher. <laughs> they will have, uh, they will have, uh, uh, they will probably be fine in their right. opener without Reginald Samples. Not to say that he's not important, but they'll, they, you know, having they'll a full, a having a full off season to prepare for it, they should be fine. But it is noteworthy that uh, they have been uh, by the state executive board, uh, uh, they have been uh, state executive committee rather, they have been um, uh, found to uh, have violated a UIL program or a real UIL rule that is. So. There you go. 
We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage. High school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider or give it to your sweetheart for Valentine's Day. It's the most romantic gift you can give. The it's most. True. It's true. Chocolates, chocolates go away in 15 minutes. Yeah. You know what sticks around for a whole year? Dave, Dave Campbell's, Campbell's Texas Football Insider subscription. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get the mailbag. Mailbag Friday. Uh, we are going to answer your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, all of those good things uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Answer your, ask your questions over here in the comments. Uh, go down, or as, I've been watching a lot of, are you familiar with Matty Matheson? Hmm. No. Matty Matheson no. is a, is a very large, very tattooed Canadian chef. Okay. And very loud. And he is great. I'll send you a video. <laughs> but he's really good. Uh, on his YouTube videos, he says, "Go down in the base, go down the basement, and leave some comments." Okay. Go down the basement. <laughs> so go down the basement uh, and leave some comments. <laughs> anyway, Maddie Matheson is awesome. Okay, sure. Um, do we have any questions? Uh, we do, and I have been thoroughly impressed on how people are relating questions, specifically Jacob John. We'll get to it. I'm going to space a couple of his out, but uh, how they can relate football and Valentine's Day and merge them into one question. Oh, so I love we've it. got, uh, I we've love got it. some good ones. We'll start off with a, a regular football one to start off with, though. Uh, Brian asked, with the new alignment, who is your favorite to come out of Region 4 in 5A Division 1? Okay, Region 4 in 5A Division 1. Uh, obviously, with... Um, you know, when you're talking about a, 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 a region that is losing its its champion for the last two years in Wagner, um, it is going to be it's going to be a bit of a mess. Um, they're going they're going to have a, here's a hot take: we will have a new Region Four champion in Five A Division One as San Antonio Wagner promotes to Six A. Uh, if you're looking for an early favorite, uh, I think that you've got a couple of places you can go. I think you're looking at a team like Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial. Uh, or if you want to believe in a team like Corpus Christi Flower Bluff, right? I think Corpus Christi is probably where the conversation has to start, right? But there are a couple of very tantalizing 6A dropdowns, a pair of them. May I interest you in the Valley? May I interest you? You can always interest me in the Always. Valley. May I interest you <laughs> Please continue. in McAllen Memorial? Mm. May I interest you in Westlaco East? Uh, I think Westlake is a big one. I think there's a lot of. I think there's a very. I don't know that the Valley has ever has had not ever. I don't know that the Valley has had a better chance to get a team in the state semifinals than they do for the next two years in five A Division One. That's not to take anything away from Corpus Christi, the Corpus Christi schools who are right. certainly going to have something to say about it. Maybe a team like San Antonio Southside. Uh, you know, maybe a team like. Um, Maybe a team like Victoria West. Mm -hmm. But when you take a look at it, it's there for them. Yeah, because you look at West Coast, West Coast East, I should say, um, schedule last year, their wins. I mean, Westlaco. Yeah. Edinburgh Vela. Mm -hmm. Like notorious. Really good 6A teams. Yeah, 6A oh, yeah. powers in the Valley. Now they're dropping down. I, I, I think that might be it for me. I, 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 think, I, think, I think it'll be Westlaco East, I think right now on paper without – you know, yeah. we're not working on the magazine yet. We don't yeah. have any. We don't have questionnaires info. yet. Yeah. Questionnaires, yeah. questionnaires go out so this, uh, this weekend. Yeah. So literally, this is based on what we saw last year. 
I think it's West Coast and it's uh, Veterans Veterans Memorial. Yeah, I think those are probably two. I would I would lump in. Uh, you know, if you want to expand that to four, I'd say Flower Bluff and McAllen Memorial. Mm-hmm. I would also be in that, and then maybe maybe one of the McAllen Victoria schools can get there. But I will tell you, it's going to be. We, and, and when I say that the Valley is a good chance, what I mean by that is, if you look up in six A, when you get to the third round of the playoffs in Region Four, mm-hmm. Lake Travis will run into uh, what a team like who did who what, who's the team they beat in 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 round three last year? Let me find this. You are listening to live coverage of me. Okay, they ran a Wessico, right? Mm-hmm. They ran a Wessico, and in the end, Lake Travis overmatches teams like that. Yeah. They overmatched them. It was like 52-17 was the final, right? They overmatched them. No, the Valley, especially those two teams, will not be overmatched. Maybe Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial is better, mm-hmm. but they're not going to get they're not it's not going to be a no contest when right. they walk on the field. Right. That's what I'm looking at. And so, yeah, I think why not the Valley? I I I would still probably lean towards Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial until I can see a team do it, but the door is certainly open because that's the thing is that San Antonio Wagner overmatched some of those squads. Remember right. with Landry Gilpin mm-hmm. and that that uh, that Mission Veterans Memorial they squad got in twenty eighteen offense, and it was just and it was just they got mowed down. Yeah, and it was just like they couldn't do it. I don't think that Wa- I don't think there's that Wagner style juggernaut in five A Division One Region Four anymore. So. That's a long answer to a short question. Uh, Brian said thank you for a- answering. So I thought that was cool. He he gave us a, a thanks. Very that's what's well, the the point of the show, but yeah, you're welcome. Not everyone says thanks. I was just pointing out that he was being nice. Anyway, um, I'm not used to people being nice on the internet. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Phil Vaney said, "What are your thoughts on Shadow Creek, Dawson, and the Pearland district?" Yeah, so Shadow Creek, obviously, when they get um, they get moved up to six A, the defending five A Division one state champs, they're moving up and. They are certainly going to be playing teams. I'll be honest. I think their district alignment is probably about the same as what they were last year. Because you remember they were in an extremely tough district mm-hmm. the last two years, right? Yeah. They played Richmond Foster. They played Angleton. They, mm-hmm. they played Fort Penn Hightower. They played these really, really good squads. They're still going to be playing really good squads. Perlin, Straight Jesuit, Perlin Dawson, right? They're still playing uh, really good teams. But I don't know that it's necessary. I think it's just going to be kind of more the same. I think that it's they're, they're going to get challenged, yeah. certainly. The bigger issue for me is when they get out of their district. Is And especially, let me look at their align. Let me look at their numbers. They need to be... No, they're going Division 2, which is obviously very good for them. But... Division two is going to be a lot more. A lot of six A division uh, two region three is going to be more difficult. Um, that's the thing that that I I would look for is um, is what happens when they get out of district. Mm-hmm. I think that the, I think Shadow Creek enters as the favorite to win that district, and I think that it's about the same level of they're going to get tough games every mm-hmm. week, but they're they're used to that. They've played in a tough district since their uh, since their you know birth basically. So. Yeah, I, I think that Shadow Creek goes into that district as the favorite. I would I would probably install Pearland or Strike Jesuit as, as the second one there. Uh, but, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But if they can go Division Two, look, they can make a run, although they'd run a team like Westbrook maybe. It would be, a, it would be more difficult. I think that they were probably – I don't know. They, they kind of ran through the, – the weird thing about Shadow Creek last year 
was that when they got into the playoffs, I, I thought that their toughest challenges were going to come from teams they've already beaten, mm-hmm. right? When they right. see Richmond Foster again, uh, if they see Angleton again, that's going to be more difficult than, you know, that. So it's, it's, a, it's a weird situation. What's next, Ashley? Uh, yeah, so we kind of went off the air for like two seconds there. Um, it wasn't anything on our side. It was Facebook. Um, but, yeah, we're back. So welcome back, everyone. <laughs> Zuck! That's exactly, that's what I laughed at when you were talking because uh, Aaron Arbuckle said, what happened? And Rob Hathaway just said, Zuckerberg. Um, and then me said, Greg probably had to shout at Ashley, which is actually what was happening. He's acting like he wasn't just. This is for Zuckerberg, not Ashley. <laughs> yeah, right. That's not true. <laughs> All right. Let's get to one of the Valentine's Day questions. So, <laughs> do you have some grievances you need to air out with him? I don't like Mark Zuckerberg. I'll say it on his platform. No wonder we keep getting shut down. You're the issue with this. I don't feel I don't fear Mark Zuckerberg or asteroids. Is that the (laughs) quote of the day? Uh, We'll come (laughs) up with a better one. I don't want to. I don't want to go back to the asteroids. Well, Um, all right. Jacob John had asked, which coach has the best voice to sing you some sweet melody tunes this Valentine's Day? Which coach has the best voice that you would want to sing you some tunes on Valentine's Day? So, this is not a coach, but I don't know if you guys know this, but at the Houston Chronicle, he writes for both the Houston Chronicle and the San Antonio Express News. We've had him on the show before. Uh, Brent Zwerneman can legit sing. Like He's a legit. Oh, yeah. He's a crooner. Yeah. Um, Coach. Which coach has the best voice to sing? Um... I don't know. Like, there's, it's funny because there's coaches that I would want to hear sing, but maybe more for like the, like, fun aspect of it. Yeah. Um, for example, remember, um, uh, Blake Anderson from Die Ball? Blake Anderson? Blake, uh, oh, geez. Die Ball coach. I'm, I'm getting that wrong. Um, yeah, Blake, Blake Morrison, yeah, Blake Morrison, Blake, Blake Anderson's, Anderson's the, Arkansas, yeah, State. Arkansas State. Uh, Blake Morrison, uh, he's got he's that good old South oh, Southeast yeah. Texas boy. Well, I was gonna say that's I the could other do that. Thing. Someone from the someone from the from Piney Woods. That's, that's the other thing. Todd like, Quick from Lufkin. There's some coaches oh. that have like super super like deep voices. Yeah, that's what and I then like. There's a lot of coaches that yeah, it would be some some sweet country be music. Some, yeah. yeah, like get a get a little guitar going. That's what I want. I want some I want, country. I want like a deep. Southeast Texas, you like want, you 409 want voice. Sing for you? Yeah, that's what I want. I want East Texas. That's East what Texas. I want. Yeah. Uh, Meese said that he would pay to have Coach O sing uh, Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> Coach O. Yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> that I would. Be I would good. certainly. I would certainly listen to that. Yeah. What's next, Ashley? All right. Um, Stephen Cassie said, well, "How do you think the Aggies? What do you think the Aggies' chances are in the SEC in the 2020 season?" <laughs> Well, the schedule certainly favors them. Ish is high on this one. Mm-hmm. I am. Uh, um, been I've been high, high on, on them ever one. since I saw, um, ever since I first glanced at the schedule, yes. basically at the end of the regular season. I was like, oh, yeah, no, Aggies should win 10 games next year. Right. At minimum. I'm, I'm just putting that out there. They should win 10 games. They so. they really should. So here's, here's their schedule. I've got it up, okay? And a lot of this, look. Part of it is what they have coming back, right? They have a quarterback coming back in in Kellen Mond. Whatever you think about him, they have a quarterback coming back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say they've they've still got a, a lot of their offensive line coming back. 
Yeah. Uh, and a few key defenders coming back. They're just not say they're they're back all together. They're losing Justin Matabuke and, and a few guys like that. But um, they they've got some good pieces coming back. That said, what has us excited is the schedule. Right. Okay. Abilene Christian. Sorry, Wildcat fans, that's a win. North Texas. Sorry, I mean Green fans, that's a win. Colorado. Ah. Colorado with a new coach suddenly, mm-hmm. right? Colorado. Uh, Arkansas. Arkansas always plays them weird, but they should win it. You know what I mean? At Mississippi State, interesting, but I'm not willing to buy them making that big leap in the first year under Mike Leach. Fresno State. So right now, we're there, and we can pretty reasonably project out 6-0. and out, Yeah. Right? At Auburn. All right. Serious business, right? That's a tough game. It's a tough game, yeah. but I would I, I don't know if I didn't saw them as a favorite, but I would say that they got a great shot to win that game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At South Carolina, a, another game like they should win, right? So let's even put in a loss at Auburn. Let's just for the sake of argument, right? Sure. Se- seven and one going into the bye week. Mm-hmm. Seven and one. Ole Miss at home. Uh, I know there are people who love Kiffykins, but I I'm not among them. I think they're going to win that game. Mm-hmm. Eight and one. Vanderbilt at home. 9-1. Now you finish at Alabama and home against LSU. All right. So it gets tough at the very end. But you're looking at like 9-3 and three being a little bit disappointing, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. at that point, if they go 9-3, and three, that would be pretty chalky mm-hmm. and almost pessimistic. Because you're looking at Bama and LSU. One, LSU's replacing everybody. Yes. Coaches included. Mm-hmm. Um. And Alabama, we don't know what we don't know. What Mac Jones is going to be a quarterback, no. and we, uh, a lot of questions about them. Yeah. Now it's at Alabama. Okay, right. it's in Tuscaloosa. Sure, I'm not saying and they should be favored in that one, but like in terms of teams at their peak, like LSU's not at their peak. Bama's probably not going to be at their peak. They're going to be Bama. It's going to be fine, but right. like it's not going to be full, fully operational. It's not going to be the machine. Death machine. Yeah. No, it's not the death machine. And then at, of course you not that we you think right out. now. Right. And of course you lose out on Clemson. Like that that series right. is done. So you've traded in. Clemson for Colorado. Right, who's dealing with their own set of issues right now with that head coaching good. search. Yeah, so again, I look at A&M, and I, I just think the schedule really sets up really well for them. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think A&M, their schedule, if they can just if they can just win the games they should and lose the games they should, that's a 9 or 10 win team. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. What's next, Ashley? Um, up next, we've got... Let's see, where did it go? Um... Caleb Davis said he's curious to see who the next head coach is going to be at Quero and how the new mm. new Caney coach Reeves will mm. do in the upcoming program. Any thoughts on new Caney or Quero? Um, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> new Caney, New Caney. I don't know quite yet. Step probably has an idea on that, uh, but I have heard rumblings about Quero. Uh, I think it's a pretty good job. I think that's going to get some good applicants. Uh, there's a name that I've heard uh, kicked around that would be a pretty splashy hire that, from what I understand, is, is going to come down here pretty soon. I don't mean to be coy, but I'm not. I, I'm trying to give you as much as I can without uh, betraying people's trust. Um, it would be a pretty big name, and it would be something that I think Quero fans would be pretty excited about. That's what I've heard. It's a good job. It's a It's a town full of crazy people which is an, a good thing for a high school football coach 
uh, and a t- town that has expectations of winning and is willing to invest in the winning. So, yeah, I would say that keep an eye on Quero. I don't know what's going on with New Caney quite yet. I'll have to ask a step. What's next, Ashley? Um, let's see. Jacob John, what is the most romantic stadium in Texas? Keith oh. throughout Jones and El Paso. That's, it, that's the correct and answer. And an underrated one would be Smiths and Valleys. Yeah, Smiths and Valleys is really nice. Hmm. I find House Park to be very romantic. House Park, yeah, I'm telling you, House Park used to be great as before they moved that dumb parking garage in front of it. So yeah, Skyline's blocked now. But you're you're telling yeah. me the Puncher Dome out there in the pasture? Ain't it's romantic. romantic. <laughs> it is. I I f- I find that to be. Now we're just naming good stadiums. Yeah. Now we're just naming <laughs> good stadiums. If you're talking romance, romance is a different thing. You've got to have like a, a a vista. You know what I mean? You got to have something to take your sweetheart and be like, oh. Look at this. Right. Um, yeah, I I will also say like, you know, look, I'm a sucker for Big Bend country, and so if you go anywhere out there, if you go to Marfa, if you go to Alpine, Alpine, actually, the answer might be Alpine. That's like my favorite city. I love it. So I think I might go with Alpine. Like, take your sweetheart to a Sol Ross game. That's it. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You can do worse. Yeah, you can. Listen, go. Listen. The view. Alpine. The- Alpine. You go eat at Riata, okay? The original Riata. <laughs> you go to and and you go to a, a football game. That's like, guys, I shouldn't be doing all the work for you. You should be working on your. I don't. This. I'm. I'm so. I'm tired of being the romance answer key. You know. What's next, Ashley? Uh, Meese wants to know what has to happen for Texas and Texas A&M to meet in the postseason. It's been long enough. Uh, they would both have to have pretty underwhelming years this year, at least, uh, because the places that an SEC Big Twelve title uh, uh, games uh, tie-ins, yeah. Texas Bowl, which generally gets a pretty like a mid-tier. I'm, I'm gonna well, no, I'm gonna say right now they have to meet in the national championship. You think so? You they think- would lobby absolutely to avoid each other in a bowl game. They would lobby to mm-hmm. avoid each other in a semifinal. Yeah. They would have to meet in the national championship right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think they— It's interesting. Neither school would budge. If it's the— uh, Is Cotton Bowl still— No, it's a big six now. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Texas Bowl, I guess, is one, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, so Texas Bowl— I mean, that's not going to happen. Like, one would lobby for somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, Alamo Bowl, um, Yeah. True. And I'm trying to think of another one. That might be the only one. And, again, even if they were both top four and made the playoff, they would lobby that they one was one and one w- – or they would lobby for, like, two and three. Right? Yeah. They I be- guess that's true because, like, they probably wouldn't – yeah. I think that – I think you're right that, like, if it was, like, a if it was like a bad bowl, like, if it was the Birmingham Bowl, right, right and for some reason they had a Big 12 SEC tie-in, um, Texas would just say we just won't go to a bowl, right? Or a And M would just say we'll just you know please put us somewhere right. else. Or so right, and then yeah. no, some other bowl will be, will be happy to have one of those schools that they would have no problem getting over there to another one. Yeah. Again, that's my that's my take is they would have to be a national championship at this rate um, because they're not gonna play each other. Agreed. Yeah. All right, two more. Oh man. Okay. Well, now I gotta figure out. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to go forever? You are sassy today. Uh, okay, what are your thoughts on proposing in a stadium on the Jumbotron? Nope. Thumbs way, way down. Nope. You lose all respect for me. Way down. All res- I hope she says no. So- <laughs> Ooh. See, I don't wish that on them. I will. I had to. Uh, I'm straight up. 
I had to MC a proposal on the Jumbotron while we were at North Texas. It was the Whataburger dance for your dinner. Oh, so no. we're going around and then they they bring her out and that was that was one of that was nerve wracking for Wait, me. Wait, so they My wife has my wife would Hold on, hold on. So this person proposed during the Whataburger dance for your dinner. Yeah. So was. so the most romantic scenario in your life is corporate tied to dance off. There's your quote of the day. Cool. Cool. Um, I hope she says no. That's always my take. That yeah, because it's always a dude stupid enough to do it. I don't it. know. As somebody, there, there was a video of a woman doing it this year, but like it's always usually a stupid dude. And I always say, hey, as somebody, no. as somebody who has proposed to a woman before, right, six times. Um, <laughs> I will tell you, our romance expert. Over I will here. tell you that I don't wish a no on anybody. Like I really don't, because that is a lot. Mm-hmm. That said, I will tell you that my wife did tell me, my now wife told me, if you propose at a sporting event, I'm going to say no. Right. That's what she told me. She don't, laid it out there, and I said, you don't have to worry about that. Spot. I'm not dumb. Why are you putting that person on the spot? I also, agree. and to the person asking, this is why I, I, I mm-hmm. could go on a rant here, but this is why I always hate like players after a big event, like you know, a Super Bowl yeah. or something like that. I hate that because... One, the possibility of them saying no. Now your best moment is ruined forever. Yes. So if you win the Super Bowl, propose to your girlfriend, she says no. Cool, your Super Bowl win is also associated with you getting rejected. And also, and, uh, and just in general, it puts her in a terrible position because now she has thousands of people who just look for her to say yes. Yeah. And you better say yes or you're hated now. Okay, See, do you I'm remember less... when Ian Johnson from Boise State proposed to his girlfriend <sighs> yeah. after the game? After the That's a high-risk maneuver, man. He literally, literally, like, they won the game and he got his interview with anyone to go do it and I'm just like see I am less on, against like I wouldn't want that at the sports thing but I am more against proposing on a like yeah I will agree with like a like a graduation day that's my number one thing like I can't tell you how many times I made that very clear if if you pop the question on graduation day or like a Christmas like right that's, stop the, ruining, that's the easy way out because your family's already there but yeah the graduation one oh that that gets me going because it's like, look, I made it all the way through college. Like, this is my day. I put in the work. Right. Yeah. Do not take away this by like making me yours. Like, yeah. I also oh, it's I lazy. Could go off on that one forever. Also, it's lazy. Yeah. It's just like there's no like scenario. Like, I you know what, what was the scenario? If you, if you I don't know. Do you feel comfortable saying? Or? Sure. Okay. Yeah. What was yeah. the scenario? I I oh, I, I Dallas. Went, yeah. Yeah. I was in Dallas. We went to a park yeah. and I I proposed to her. Yeah, it was at a park. It was, but, it, it was pretty. It was very private. But you it were was, like, you were like thinking about it, like getting the moment yes. right and getting the situation right. Yes. If you're at a game, I scouted it out. I'm gonna do it at the game. Yeah, there's no worse. There's no that goes thought into that. into that. The other thing, so I, I will only tell you one more thing, which is that I was at the gym the other day. Humble brag. Don't listen to Swabby Vinci on maxing the you out on bench. <laughs> I was I was at the gym just 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 pumping three hundreds. Just just <laughs> absolutely throwing plates around, and I um and so you know they have the TVs up there. Yeah. And uh, let's make a deal was on. Okay. And there was a woman. There was a man dressed as a pickle. And a woman dressed as like a farmer or something. Sure. And the pickle proposed to the farmer. Sure. In front of Wayne Brady, and I was like, "Go asteroid! <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss! <laughs> Don't get miss. us! We deserve it." <laughs> One more. 
right. Do you have any big Valentine's Day fail stories? He said, uh, Mies said, biggest Valentine win or fail. Like, do you have a story, of a win or fail story of a Valentine's not Day really. horror story? Oh, what? Uh, it's not really a huge fail. I mean, so I bought tickets to a concert one year when I didn't have a girlfriend, and mm-hmm. then I did have a girlfriend, and then I was like, hey, the concert falls on Valentine's Day. I Ooh. got these before I talked to it. Like I was, she was cool about it, but I was like, hey, I've really made plans with a bunch of my friends to go to the show, what and con- we were not dating at all. What concert? It was AFI. So I'm a huge AFI fan. So okay, so, yeah, but, okay, yeah. Nice. And so I was like, and so I was like, I was really nervous because I was like, I know if we're recently into this, but like, I kind of bought these plans. These if things, you were like, going to see in advance, if you chose Dexy's Midnight Runners <laughs> over your girlfriend, <laughs> that's a problem. No, um, no. I remember we did something after before. It's anyway, not so it my funny, fault. Uh, but I made a reservation at a dinner place one time, and they had completely and totally overbooked oh, the place. The and so, like, yeah. like I had the reservation, and I like I did like a month in advance, like seven thirty, like prime time. Like I'm I'm on top of this, yeah. and I show up, and the waiting room is full of people with seven thirty re- reservations, oh, no. and they're just like, uh, we're waiting. So they ended up passing about passing out like free booze, which. Yeah, there you go. That Always helps. <laughs> Always helps. That is a big Valentine's Day win. Starving. I was starving. My wife was starving. Yeah. Yeah, I think we might have ended up leaving and like grabbing a pizza on the way home. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's probably my Valentine's Day fail. But it's not really my fault. It's not really my fault. <laughs> I don't think I should be held accountable. There you go, Jim. <laughs> I got dumped the day before Valentine's Day one time. That was great. I had a I had a concussion. It was my last ever basketball game in high school. I got a terrible concussion. Like I was down for the count for almost a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I just got a text like, "Hey, we're done." And it was wait, like, what? Okay. No, 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 no. There's <laughs> a number later. of things here. Yeah, it was one, really one. bad. One. <laughs> One, you're gonna dump a recently concussed girl. Yeah, I was, I was laying. You know, in what the, the, you know what the problem is, and I'm not. This is not a defense of him either, but he was definitely like, "Dang, this is a financial commitment. Unless I do it today, yeah, dang, yeah. she just got a concussion. I got a yeah. uh, well, ripcord." The, the <laughs> yeah. funny thing about it <laughs> yes. is when you have a, a really bad major concussion like that, yeah. you're not supposed to be on your phone. Right. So I had not. My mom like phone away the whole time you're not watching tv i literally was just laying there yeah uh in a lot of pain i slept almost the whole time but the one time like my mom gets she's like okay you can have like five minutes on your phone like in case anybody needs to talk to you or whatever see the hey we're done text and it was like okay that's the other thing (laughs) he had definitely been building up the courage to be like i gotta make it happen on this (laughs) but that's the other thing valentine's day and you get a concussion okay yeah no 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 Text message breakup. That's not okay. That sucks. That's a that's zero. Trash. That's a that's a zero percent approval rating. That's okay. True. You do not text message breakup. Mm-mm. That is, uh, that is a face to face, at worst phone call. That's trash. At yeah. worst, you're getting on the phone. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oof. Yeah. I mean, clearly it was a good thing Oof. I got out of that in the. <laughs> For sure. In the Sounds like a real things. winner. Right. Yeah. Good God. Mm-hmm. Do you want to just blow up his spot and say his name on the air? <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah. No. That's going to do it for us. Go <laughs> asteroid. Party here with go a- yeah, that is an asteroid moment. Go go follow, get it. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Ashley Pickle and Ishmael Johnson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you Monday unless the asteroid gets us on Texas football today. 